All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Project Mormon Podcast with me, Connor Mormon. Got a great show today. My guest is Dave Thomas, a.k.a. DT. Dave graduated Florida State University with a degree in social science education. He then enlisted in the Marines from 2000 to 2004. Life changed on the footsteps to Paris Island in September of 2000. Dave deployed twice to Iraq in 2003 and 2004. After the Marines, Dave became a New Jersey State Trooper in 2007 and has been doing that to this day. DT recently did a Diesel Day event that I was supporting, which is where we met, and then he participated in the third annual Big Fish Foundation fundraiser with me the following week. We actually got to team up for the first half of the event, which was a lot of fun, and we worked well, pretty well together, too. This was a great conversation, and I hope you all enjoyed as much as I did. And now, without further ado, Dave Thomas. Why would now, I do that? Now it's like now it's like all stage. Now it's like well, we're, gonna, we're recording now, so we are recording. Yes, now? we're recording. You're sure. I'm positive. Well, why didn't you just start recording I'm, from the beginning? I, I, don't, I don't know. Understand. I didn't know what you were gonna say. What you don't think I could, I'm capable of having a podcast? I don't think so. You're hardly capable no, of having don't. a regular conversation with a regular person. I know. Well, that's only because we were in 15 hours of like, you know, I was worried about making it through 15 hours. I'm like, hmm, let's see, 15 hours of, of uh, you know, and I didn't want, number one, I didn't want to let you down because I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I want you to be up, you know, you are the, uh, the quote unquote, you know, professional, <laughs> uh, you know, professional. But we were doing good. We had you up there. I had you in second place halfway through, pal. Second yeah, place. I know. I was, I was sad that we couldn't be partners for the whole thing. I know. I definitely think we would have. I, I know. I probably would have uh, done better. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? You never yeah. know. I said I, I was listening. I listened to you and Mike, and and uh, yeah, man, that that second half, I was definitely fading. I mean, I guess. You know, we could go into that whole conversation that you and I, we battled. I mean, I know I was definitely freaking said, no, we're not doing that two freaking two gold buckets. I said it to you. And then right up to the last point where we were like, just let's just go. Let's just go. And I just I got I was pissed. And I'm like, all right, this is it. We're doing it. And I I walked over there. Yeah. And I even said I even said I think I definitely said it to um, maybe Herm. I was like, well, I could just bring it down to the bottom of the hill no, so nobody else will get it. So then we started and I'm like, all right, I feel OK. I feel OK. And then I'm watching you and I'm like, all right, Connor's struggling a little bit and I'm not doing a, I'm not doing bad here. So I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's keep going. We got to the halfway point to the, the pull ups. And I'm like, man, that's not the halfway point, but. Well, you know what I mean. That yeah. kind of felt like the halfway point for me, anyway. Yeah, I know. It was, I know it's like maybe only the quarter of the way, but yeah, maybe not even. It was like right down the hill. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a little, a, a tiny bit of uphill right there, but not bad. Yeah. But really, I, after that, at that point, I was like, you know what? At, once we got through the, uh, once we got through the pull-ups, and and you and I smoked them pretty good that one because we were like, we got to crush these things. Because, you know, we, 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 we knew we might be pressed on time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, and then once we got going, I was like, yeah, we, we're going to do this, man. We're definitely doing this. And then it but was like, definitely, one of, yeah, it was like one of our best laps. Yeah, for sure, man. And for whatever reason, it just, uh, 
you know, I had to convince myself that, uh, Hey, um, I'm capable. I can do this. And, uh, and we did it, man. And now, now looking back, I'm like the second half, I'm, you know, obviously, you know, everything's, you know, looking back is always 2020. Right. Yeah. But, um, I'm like, man, I, I, I kind of wish we had gone for, did the same strategy because really that 25 pound plate was really less than the 53 pound kettlebell, you know, mm-hmm. might've been a little bit more awkward, but I don't know. Did you guys try that strategy at all? Which one? What are you talking about? The, the second, the second lug jug. Did you guys do the, uh, the same strategy that you and I did? You know, did you guys go for the gold with the 25 pound plate, like drop, drop your kettlebell and jug at the end and then go for the gold? Yes. Yeah. It just took us longer. Really? Even with the, with the, it took you longer with the plate. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what we did because I know we were hurting pretty bad and we had to do a couple where we had to keep leaving it and go, leave it and go, leave it and go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, we were in the same boat. Yeah, we were definitely tired. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely, uh, I was definitely, you know, but it was like towards the end of that, I, I definitely got a boost of, uh, you know, because you, I started feeling like we were close. Yeah, and I, I started, you know, we got to the end, and I'm just like, man, I, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm hit, you know, that that high. You yeah, know, I wasn't, I wasn't on a low at the end, you know, so. Yeah, we yeah. were, what was it, like four hours or six hours long? How long was each stage? Four? No, there were five. Five. The, yeah, there was, there were definitely, there was two of them were five, and I think one, maybe two of them were four, one of them was five, because there was that hour in between. Yeah. So if it was 30 hours, we really only had 28 of where we were doing everything. Diet, That's right. So that yeah. So there was definitely a four in there, maybe two fours. Okay. Um, yeah, something Cause, like that. Because it got really easy in that last part, like hour one to four until you could see the end in sight to just kind of like just not ma- – I mean mail it in, just kind of like let everything that's hurting kind of take over and make decisions for you. It just yeah. became really easy to be like, this is never going to end. I'm miserable. Yeah, Like yeah. And that was, yeah. But then, yeah, like you said, once you get to that last hour, it's like everybody gets that boost just naturally. Yeah, And it started to get a little hot, like yeah. towards the, towards the end, right? It, mm-hmm. it definitely started getting hot. And that, uh, when you got out in that sun out in that field going up the backside of that hill, yeah, uh, with the jug and, and with the kettlebell, uh, yeah, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a little warm yeah. there, but no big deal. I just downed some more pickles. <laughs> 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 like eight, eight jars in two weeks. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cramp now, did I? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, honest to God, that was like probably my biggest, uh, my, cause not having done, uh, that amount of time, I wasn't sure how to really, um, to, to keep my nutrition up. And mm. I know that's important. I know uh, as much as as much uh, as important as your hydration is, right? Your uh, your nutrition is just important, especially if you're going to go for that long a distance, you know, and time. Yeah, right. Once you get yourself into the deficit, you're probably not going to get yourself out of the deficit, right? Unless I, you I wanted to stop. Sure. 
yeah, I stayed ahead of myself because I definitely learned that uh, um, there was one, you know, that was one big benefit of doing the the diesel day the week before. It kind of got gave me an idea of, hey, I need to, I can eat this, and I, and I can I can eat it fairly quickly, and it's not like hard to get down because you know when you get into that spot where you just don't want to eat anything. Yeah, and it really really hard to eat like especially during the diesel day it was it was freaking hard to eat and i knew i just had to like force food down because i knew i needed it you know yeah so how long in advance did you know you're gonna do diesel day right into the fundraiser um so i I had i had signed up for uh diesel day i don't remember exactly when and probably uh not much longer after he announced them so it was probably around the beginning of the year ish january february time frame it was uh was it before my row event <sighs> shoot anyway it was sometime earlier in the uh earlier this year i knew that and then uh i had a phone conversation with tosh and uh, we had a video conference about some some other stuff, some event stuff. And uh, and I said to him, I was like, listen, I can I have the rest of that week off. I said, I can stay out there and, and do it. And he's like, do you want to do if you want to do the you know, if you want to do the uh, uh, the event? He said, you know, let me know. And I said, all right. I said, I, I did. I, sh- I should have just jumped on it. But I, I was I was hesitant at first um, just because. I didn't know. So I took yeah. some time and then what well, really I really just convinced myself. I was like, listen, when am I ever gonna get this opportunity to go and do something like this ever in your life? To be around to be around these people, uh, these uh, and you know you know as well as I do, these were unbelievable it was an amazing group of people there. Thank you. And how many opp- how many opportunities Right. Hey, man, Connor, I'm giving you credit to you. <laughs> I'm just messing uh, with you. <laughs> you know, how many opportunities in, in um, at least in my lifetime do I get to be around, you know, the uh, the most the fittest uh, woman in America. Right. Yeah. 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 Eric Pierce. And then uh, your buddy, Dan Bailey. Why is he know? my buddy? <laughs> why, why not? You guys are tight. Man. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good dude, man. He really is. Yeah, yeah. He busted his chops hard, and it was fun. Man. <laughs> he was he was a really good sport about it. Definitely a good dude. Yeah, he's almost too nice <laughs> to the point where, like, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, he he was he man. He just took it all with a smile and just laughed at yeah. it. Because uh, yeah. Yeah, I might have not. If you'd started doing that to me, I might have. I might have beat you up or something. I did, I and you didn't do anything. <laughs> I know you didn't do it to me, pal. Yeah, I think I did. Nah, no. Nah. You th- you thought you did it when you were playing bags, and then me and Tosh smoked you. No, you didn't. You never beat Hell us. Oh yes, we smoked you every single game, and the only reason we we gave you that last game, and it's only because Tosh felt bad for you. So we went back three times. Tosh put it in the hole three times to go back just so we could let you guys win that last one. You're living in fantasy land. None of this ever happened. Uh, No, that's it. 
How else? How else do you figure that we lose? We have to go back three times before you guys actually win. Because you guys just aren't right? good. No, 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 no. See, if we were winning all the time, it wouldn't be fun. I mean, it would be like fishing and the fish jumping in the boat, right? So you don't want that. That'd be awesome. You got to let the fish win every now and again, you know? Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as the first diesel day got closer, did did you start to get nervous about it? Like, did it ever, were you ever like, oh shit, what am I doing? Never, never, uh, Oh shit! What am I doing? I, no, I, I I just put my nose down and I freaking prepared. You know, I, mm. I I prepared as hard as I could, as best I could. Um, looking back, could I've prepared differently or or more efficiently? Yes, uh, but I felt like you know that I was never like, oh my god, what am I doing? No, this was there was no doubt in my mind that that's what I wanted to do. There mm. was, uh, hey, I'm I'm going for it, mm-hmm. and this is it, and I'm either gonna you know. I'm going to freaking burn out trying, you know, I'm there. There's no way I was going to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the whole thing, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. There was no doubt. So now we got to go back a little bit. Cause you did serve with Tosh, correct? Uh, yeah. For a brief period, uh, Tosh and I, uh, were in the same unit. Um, he was never one of my, uh, direct leaders, maybe, maybe for a very short stint, um, but never like I was never directly under his command, but I was always like my office where I was working was literally like right across from where his office was. So we saw each other a lot. So when when, you know, maybe that's how, you know, uh, I saw Tosh um, at work a lot. Would you guys so. like meet in the hallway and wrestle? <laughs> I don't think it was ever that. Uh, no, no, no. I was. uh I was a little low lamb, uh, either a corporal or a sergeant at the time. And yeah, he was big, bad, you know, officer, either a second, first lieutenant or a captain or something yeah. like that by that. So, yeah, no. there was none of that. I don't think we were ever really interacted at that point. He probably never even knew who I was or knew my name, but he just, you know, maybe recognized my face, mm-hmm. you know, but that's about it. Yeah. So, so did you have some sort of idea of what you were getting yourself into when you came out here? Uh, did I lose you? No, there you are. Um, did I have any idea of what I was getting into? Um, I mean, just like anybody else that goes out there, you know, I watched the videos, you know, I studied and kind of had an idea, an inkling of, uh, you know, what I was getting into. I didn't know who anybody really was. I, I had met, you know, I had met Rex. I had met Noah. Um, Obviously, met uh, Nicole and Tosh. Uh, pretty much everybody else I I'd, I'd never met before. You mm-hmm. know, Jeff and and Chad and and the, the entire group, man. Jenny, I'd I'd never met anybody before, so that was a uh, that was a completely new experience. Um, but hey, that's what made it great, you know? Mm-hmm. you know. You know, get to get to know some different people and 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 be affected by other people's lives and stories, you know, mm-hmm. it was cool. what do you think about the diesel day event? Well, I don't want to give away too much to well, not, like what you, not exactly what you did, just kind of like yeah. how the event went and then kind of how, what you took away from it. Uh, well, I remember what I remember the first, the first part of it. Uh, and, and well, I'm going to bring that story back to, 
when you and I first started the luggage jug mm. and we brought back that, um, we brought back the goal. We brought back the R's that first lap and we stopped, we dropped it just short and then we went for gold right, right away. Yep. <clears throat> and, and, and I, and you, I know you had talked about, maybe you talked to with Mike about it, that, that you heard Tosh was pissed about that. He didn't <laughs> think that anybody would go for that. And I, and I know you had talked about it with Brista and Britain. Then we brought it, we talked about it a little bit and then, you know, it only made sense that I knew you and I could do it. Um, when, when you got, you know, going back even farther, when I got to pick you as a partner, I was like, we're going to crush this. I'm mm. like, got, <laughs> I got Connor and we're just going to go out there and crush it. So we dropped that and why did we drop it? Because we were going for the money, right? That's, yeah. that's what, that's where the money's at. The money's in the gold, right? Yep. So my second or third lap on diesel day with you know and well just i'll just say that um tosh goes to me hey this is how you get the money Mm, right yeah this guy this is where the money's at and that that resonated in my head because after that point i you know i did nothing but just go for the money i never put that friggin thing down until i got to my rock that was the only place i ever put down that friggin you know and uh that was that re- really pushed me to hold on one second. <laughs> Get back in there. <laughs> Sorry. Was that a bear? No. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, that really just when it when it came to us making the decision of us what we're going to go for it, I was like, it, it was perfect. Made perfect sense to me. I was like, Tosh is, oh, damn it. Hold on one second. That's what Tosh said. He's like, hey. You got to go for the money. That's where the money's at. Right? Yep. Sorry, bud. That's you, right. just, you, just, you just cut that right cut out. Cut it. <laughs> yeah, so where are we? I was like, yeah, you know what? That's where Tosh, uh, that's where Tosh, you know, said. He was like, yeah, this is where the money's at. And I'm like, we got to go for the money. The gold's where the money's at. Um. Boom. I was like, I know you and I could do it. I was a little mm-hmm. nervous to be honest with you when we first started uh we first started the luggage up because you're friggin' you started cramping. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? We just started <laughs> and you're cramping on the first lap. The first lap. Everybody, we should have like been way out in front in the first lap. No, we, we weren't gonna do that. Yes. We weren't gonna do that. We were gonna let everybody go. Uh, I See know, they but did. Had, you know, so you're telling me that your cramp was a strategy, yep. your, your strategy cramp, is that yeah. what it is? Okay. It's like when you stall in like a football game and you just, you're hurt, right? You go down and you get, you're hurt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause like then Dan thought he was like, he's like, yeah, we're going to win this. He started just saying all this stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, he's like, we're going to crush these guys. Uh-huh. Well, because he, he saw you like laying on the ground. What do you your, mean laying on the ground? Cramping up your thighs are cramping, and all I could think about is you sitting there drinking your your beers all day. Oh, jeez, here we go. After beer, I had like yeah, two like, beers the day before. Oh, you baloney! You had about ten beers the day before. <laughs> That's just not true. That's false. <laughs> 
but we came out of it. Yeah, yeah, it took you a while, but the, yeah. Probably the biggest regret after that last carry was why didn't yeah. we do that earlier? Right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're right. I mean, that's pro- I take blame for that because I was, I was definitely uh, in a spot where I was just like, I kept saying, no, I know you. He kept coming to me. He was like, let's go for two. Let's go for two. And I was like, man, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And uh, I, I don't know what happened, man. I just we just did it. And yeah, you're right. Yeah, we could have done it more, but it is what it is. We just built up the gold one to be so much heavier than it was. Everyone did. Like that's yeah, it just got built up as this big thing, and we let it get in our yeah. heads a little bit. But then when we did it. Uh, right. Like you're right. like this is like the this is like the plate. Like you know. Yeah. It's like it's, I I almost liked carrying the gold better. I did not like the. The chained kettlebell and yeah. jug. I did yeah, not like I that. really no, I really didn't like it when you dropped it on my foot either. <laughs> I never dropped it on your foot. Yeah, my toe is still all black. Right you've now. probably you've probably just set the up. record for the most lies ever told on this podcast. For the record, I t- oh no 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 <laughs> dropped it right on my foot because you couldn't handle it. So I got the jug on my shoulder. You drop it, and I got the chain jerked me down. The whole thing drops right on my foot. You're like, oh sorry, and I'm like, oh it's all right, it's okay. That's just a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Oh no! Uh huh. I I can show you my toe. Yeah. <laughs> can people actually see this? Like, or or they just listen? They're, They're just, just listening. listening. Ah, well, they don't want to see you, bro. This, they can see my toe. It's not. It's my booger toe. The the pointer toe. Yeah. Smashed, smashed by your kettlebell. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> so, so how about the time we were in the woods? Yeah. Looking for the whatever thing we had to find. And you insisted yeah. it was down this hill for about half an hour. Yeah. And yeah, finally, I'm right. like, that's not east. This is east. You're supposed to be like the land nav guy. Dude, if you looked at the number, yeah. the number on the map was down in that deep gulch. And it was right on the map. And I was looking at the map. And, the, and I was going by the topography of what was on the map and where that number was. That number was down at the bottom of that gulch. Not at the on the side. And then of that finally, hill. I said, "Enough of this. This is nonsense." Yeah. Walked back up yeah. in two minutes, found it. Yep, you did. You did. Yep. <laughs> that was so. Funny, well, you right? should. This is a home game. You should know which. This way is a east. home game. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should know which way east is. I had no idea north, south, east, or west. I was all discombobulated. All I gotta do is look at the sky, bro. Yeah, well, that's how I tell time. Couldn't, couldn't always see the sun. What do you do at night then? Look at the moon. Oh, what if the moon's not out? The moon gives off more UV rays than the sun, for the record. Yeah, but it, that's a reflection off of a off of a you know a cloud or something. What if the, you can't see the moon? Then what do you do? Then you guess. Oh, okay. you use the information given that yeah. you have at your disposal, and you guess. No, what we do is we borrow Jeff's watch, so we have something to walk around and know that's... how long we have. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But right? that was a that how was many... a lifesaver too. Yeah, we because you and I didn't have a watch at no, all the we, whole time. Yeah, e- even during the luggage jug, right? Nope. But no. Yeah, we did. And we did for that. Well, just we? just for that last those mm. last maybe those last couple of laps because we borrowed it. We borrowed Jeff's, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh nah, man, that was that was a really great event, man. I I look at it and I really miss being out there, and yeah, mm. um, I still keeping up, you know, just uh, with all of everybody's stories and what they're doing, and man, I'm just uh, yeah, good good times out there, good my times. friend. Yeah, dude. Yeah. How'd you feel after Diesel Day? Uh, well. Honest to God, the, the 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 sleep deprivation doesn't really bother me because used to it. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty well used to you know staying up all night. It doesn't really bother me. I I don't drink any coffee. I know that might be sound weird to you, Mister. Uh, uh, you know what is it? Up up before you coffee or whatever you got there. Threw that plug in for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man. Never I don't be- drink any coffee. Yeah, never been a coffee guy. Nope. For whatever reason, I just, I just never drank any, I don't mm. drink any coffee and a very little caffeine, like maybe in my pre-workout or something, mm. but that's about, yeah. I, so I wasn't, I was obviously tired, yeah. you know, and probably, uh, you know, obviously a little banged up. Um, yeah, I, I felt good, man. You know, when you finish it, it's a, it's a huge emotional, like for me anyway, uh, emotional release i guess i would say like because i you know kind of like you get through it and it's like man you you know, just did that you know it's done you did that you accomplished it and and you know to you know to have you know personal private moments with tosh you know that are you know it's just between him and i you know those those things you know they stick with you you know what i mean the you know hey he's pushing me a little bit you know hey and even if i you know I don't get any of the points, you know, it doesn't matter because I went for it, you know, you, you, that's what, that's what winners do, right? They just go for it. And if you, if you get it, you get it, but you freaking give it hell and, and, and go for it, you know, right? Mm-hmm. He, he said that a lot. So yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. So even though like you're used to the sleep deprivation, is it still hard? Like it's still hard. Are there still moments where it's hard for you to stay up that long or no? Um, now you know what? The, honestly, the sleep part of it never bothered me. I I don't even even during the thirty hours. You know I, what? You know what stinks is like you finish right, and you're like you don't want to you don't want to just go to sleep. You know you have kind of have to. You should because yeah. you've been up for that long, and your body probably really needs it. But once you're in that 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 emotional high, and you know, you're, you're, you're just, you're like accomplish it. It kind of feels like, ah, crap, you know, now I need to go sleep. And then it kind of, kind of brings you down, you know, and then you have to go in the tent and listen to you snore. Good. Oh, it wasn't that bad for me. Yeah. I bet it wasn't. I put in, I even had earplugs in my ears and I could still hear you. It was, it was that. Yeah. I think you're just over exaggerating once again. No. That is definitely not a lie at all. Not. <laughs> Once again, exaggerating, not telling the yeah. truth. No, no. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's interesting though, because like even like the more, the more like I do stuff like this and like have to stay awake for long periods of time, like it gets yeah. easier, but it still is hard. Like there's still hard moments. You're just better at dealing with it. Yeah. Absolutely. And you just figure yeah, out how no, to do no. it, but it still gets, there's still a point where usually where it gets hard and you got to push through. Yeah. But. yeah. Don't get me wrong, man. It's not, I'm not saying that it's easy yeah. at, by 
stretch of the imagination. Um, but I, I know how, I guess I compartmentalize the, the sleep deprivation. I don't even think mm-hmm. about it. You know, I just, just like, like he says, you know, body emotions tends to stay in motion. As long as you, as long as you're not stopping and sitting down and mm. you know, laying on the ground or, you know, taking your shirt off to flex your big biceps or anything like that. Yeah. Did the whole day. <laughs> well, when he wasn't sitting out, yeah, sitting on the ground, yeah. he was doing that. <laughs> Just busting your balls, Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, just it, I, you know, I don't really didn't even think about it, you know. Yeah. It, the, the sleep, I just kind of was like, all right, what, what, what do we got to do next? Next, mm. move to the next, move to the next. Just, and that's the one good thing about it. Is you always had something to do. It was yeah. that, um, <clears throat> it was the old fake out uh, break in the middle that you know could catch you if you weren't paying attention. You know, so I actually took a little bit extra longer of a of a break right there, mm. and then like. All right, I I just need to keep moving. You know, I just got to keep moving, and I'll go and grab, I'll, I'll get some points here, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I just took a de- an extra deep breath because at that point, you know, I didn't know what partner I was going to get. I had no idea how it was going to go. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know how that second half of uh, um, of it was going to go. I felt pretty confident with doing the. Um, the hide and seek. I felt confident in that because I knew, you know, after you and I found that one marker, I knew where every single marker was. There was no, yeah. I knew where they were, all were. And uh, the shoot and uh, hide and hide and shoot, uh, whatever you want to, I forget what the cat, that <laughs> one was called. Oh, I don't know. What was hide, it and shoot, hide and shoot. That was the rubber lug, a jug, a tug, whatever, the rubber tug, whatever it's called. Yeah, you know, that was your name for it. You don't remember the name? What was the shooting? Who shooting? Scoot, scoot, uh, and shoot. I don't know. No? I don't but you know, know what I'm talking about. Sure. That one. That, that one was just a. That one was definitely a, just a grind to get through those burpees, and you know, yeah. and it's like just three minutes of just constant, like, you know, moving with those burpees because they could definitely wear you out. Plus, you know? you're such a bad shot. Everyone was amazed that you were in the military at one point. Uh huh. I remember thinking. No, I'm that. not even gonna go into that. I'm not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna say anything about Why? that. Why? Some. I think. Did you shoot before me? You shot before me the second time, right? I think I beat you both times, though. The, I'm telling you not the second time because the first time I hit everything except the the small gold. Okay. The 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 second time. Uh, if you shot before me, I feel like you messed, you purposefully uh, messed up the scope. And then when I shot, I couldn't even hit the yellow because you changed the scope, the scope diagnostics on it. I wouldn't even know how to do that. That's exactly my point. You <laughs> punched some knob thinking that this was the zoom on it. And you were like, ah, Dave's shooting next. I'll really get him. And then I literally, I, sh- I went for the, like, the blue, which was like the one all the way to the right. It's a big yeah. one, right? Got once. I'm like, I miss. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I hit every <laughs> single one of them yesterday. All right. So I'm like, all right, let me try again. Get in there. I'm real tight. I'm like, good. I got it in there. I'm nice. Boom. Miss. I was so pissed. I was like, oh, no way. No way. Uh-huh. So then I'm like, all right. I tried to shoot the, the big, the biggest one, the big yellow one. Miss. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Connor definitely <laughs> messed my scope up before I shot. It was 
definitely Connor. Why would it be? Why does it have to be me? Well, why not? I don't know. <laughs> Could have been something. It was probably Dan. Yeah, Dan was probably the know. worst shot on the whole course. <laughs> I did hit some of the spinners down there, so I, I definitely did not get skunked on that. Mm. But, yeah, honest, uh, I had never shot a uh, red dot pistol before. Mm. I've always, all my pistols that I have and that I've ever shot in my life are all iron sights. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is no excuses. I, I missed, that's my bad. But, uh, yeah, having never shot, uh, it's definitely a little bit different than our typical, like, you know, Marine Corps fundamentals of marksmanship, clear front sight post, you know, um, you know, sight alignment, sight picture, that kind of stuff. So it, it was definitely a little bit different. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But That's tough. Not like you were shooting for like months in advance with that, that pistol. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know exactly what you're talking about. You're down there over there shooting with Tosh. He's giving you the pistol to go down there and shoot. You probably put two, three, four hundred rounds through it on the, on the <laughs> fingers before any of us got to touch it. Two, three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a couple times, but yeah. <laughs> see, see. That's why I outshot you every single time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's and that's okay. That's all right. But no, uh, going back to midnight, I mean, did anybody have any doubt that like that wasn't going to be the case? Like, did you really think we were just going to have an hour off? Um, did I honestly think we were going to have an hour off? Uh, mm. I, I mean. I figured there was probably going to be something. I didn't mm-hmm. know what. Uh, and I think, yeah, I, I think I knew that there was definitely going to be not going to be us just laying around doing nothing mm. because that would have been a detriment to everybody. That would have been actually worse if we had an hour just to completely stop. You mm. know, I don't I don't think uh, that would have that would have probably maybe even gotten somebody hurt because they mm. would have tightened up or you know what I mean? So that hour was just a definite, um, you know just to play with our minds a little bit. And that, yeah. That's all right. Part of the game, right? We were doing pretty good then. We were on fire. That was right after that carry. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. though, one of the, the better carry, the fun, this was hilarious. Remember we were getting close <laughs> and then someone had left it like right at the top of that hill a little yes. ways back and we're like, oh, fuck yes. yeah, we got to grab this thing right now. <laughs> but that was the longest we have, we had to carry all of that. Like, yeah, because we had we had both of our stuff and yeah. <laughs> and coming and down the, the hill was hilarious. <laughs> yep. Did I have the gold or did you take the gold? We kind of like, what did we do? We kept switching off. Remember? Cause we had the other stuff. Yeah. We had, we had the, we had the kettlebell. Did we, we both had a, we both maybe held the kettlebell. I forget how <laughs> we did. I forget. I just remember but, yeah. I was I was slipping and dropping stuff, and you're you're like yelling at me like, "What? Get the fuck up! Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> well, because you and I we didn't have a watch, and I'm like, "Shh!" I, I didn't curse on your podcast. I was like, "Yeah." Uh, Why? Like we you, you can curse if you want. You already you've already lied twelve times. No, there's no lying. I just like yeah. I, I might stretch the truth a tiny, <laughs> tiny, but that my toe is black and blue still from you dropping the, the kettlebell. On I think that me, was so. I think that was something Jeff Case must have done to you. 
Nah, no, no way, dude. Not a chance. That guy did anything bad to me. Not a chance. Uh, you think I would? <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. But yeah, man. Yeah, that midnight hour was fun, though. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I made uh, a stupid mistake during that. Did you? What'd I you carried. Do? I think I carried either eighty or ninety pounds the first time. Okay. Forty-five. Well, did we, we have- we just had to go the short lap, though, right? Yeah, you went to the rig, picked it up, and went. Yeah. Finished okay. the diesel yeah, day yeah. lap. Right, um, right. Grabbed 45 the second time, and on the last one, grabbed like 80, which you couldn't do because you could only carry as much or less as, as you did last lowest. time. But for some reason, I right. thought it was just like the first one, so I could yeah, carry yeah. it again. And then I got back, and Tosh was like, yeah, that was a good move. Nope. That was a good move, but it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. like, but way to go for it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I felt good about it. I was like, that was stupid, but I felt good to do it. Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty pumped that you were in second at the halfway point. That was pretty cool. You know? Yeah. You, what, you were ahead of Carrie. Yeah. Right? That was yeah. that was pretty cool, man. You know? That was an accomplishment, I, I would say. I mean, yeah, that that's good stuff, right? Yeah. I think it was the gold. It was all that gold. Baby. Yeah, it was. It, was, that it was. We did really well on that Great. one. Straight, what's it? What? Straight cash. Straight, straight hey, cash, cash, homie. homie. That's, right. <laughs> That's it right there. That's what we were doing all uh, weekend. Yeah, Getting know, straight man. cash. Straight cash, homie. That's right. <laughs> so you said you said you weren't too sore after Diesel Day or anything. You were pretty. Uh, well, no, you, bro. You, I was you were. Sore, man. You yeah, were definitely. Oh yeah. You didn't uh, really have a break either, like at all. Uh, we kind of rolled right into, like, after Diesel Day, we kind of rolled right into setting up for the fundraiser. Yeah. And then people yeah. were there by Wednesday, and it was like, you know. But, but um, no excuses, man. I, I honestly think that was almost better because and my belief is, hey, movement movement is always the best yeah. uh, thing for anything. Mm-hmm. Movement. So me moving, me doing things, me staying, you know, laying around doing nothing is going to be, would have been worse. Yeah. So uh, I think being movement and going, doing things, setting up the tents, uh, running around, going, you know, getting the echo bikes, going down the routes and getting the, uh, the, the true form runners and, um, going over to CrossFit and seeing that and doing this and going over to have a little breakfast with everybody. You know, that was, uh, um, you know, those were all good things. That's just kept me moving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I think, you know, uh, yeah, maybe I was definitely, not a hundred percent, but I felt like I felt good, good enough to do it. You know, there was, you know, I was not too sore to start and wasn't anywhere near afraid of going out to that 30 day fundraiser. I was ready to go. There's no, uh, yeah, there was no, um, no doubt in my mind. Um, I, I forget what happened at some point. My one knee definitely swelled up a little bit. It wasn't hurt. Didn't hurt at all didn't stop me from moving or going or wanting to push. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I'm looking, that's kind of odd. Yeah. But yeah, after, after I was finished, um, you know, I, I, when I came back, I definitely, I took a week off of training of any training. You know, I just did movement, just basic exercises and took a week off of training just to really recover fully because I was definitely really sore after, mm-hmm after the fundraiser yeah hmm. and not to mention the fact that you know i'm you know twice as old as you are so. are you 
Yeah, dude. Don't you recall? I'm the same age as your dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do recall. Yeah. Well, what was your hardest moment during Diesel Day, and how'd you get out of that? Do you remember that? You kept sitting on that rock. Well, that I thought was... you were hiding. No, no. Well, that was getting away from that was that was me getting away from the trap of being back by like everything. the garage and stuff. Yeah. The, Right. That was my that was my trick to just push push myself around that corner. I did not, honest to God, uh, that was my that was my one spot in those two hours where I put that friggin' thing down. I put it down there for however long I sat and rested and got a pickle and got some juice or got something to eat. I picked it back up and I went around. the The hardest moment that I can remember having was uh, the last two hour carry i was struggling um i i for whatever reason i maybe i was i don't know no excuses but uh yeah i was definitely struggling that the last carry um because then i had another two hours of back at the garage Hmm. um i was definitely hurting Uh, i probably got i definitely got at least one maybe two laps less than i did previously Hmm. Um, but just the way, that's the way the game went. Right. Yeah. No big deal. Uh-huh. How I felt, you know, I was just tired, sore. I don't, I don't know. Just, uh, you know, it was at, it was as, it was one of those low moments. I was dealing with it, mm. pushed through. And then I got to the last part of it. And I think the last one was maybe, uh, I forget, maybe push ups, And I just, you know, just went all out and killed the, it's got as many push ups as I could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what about the fundraiser? What was the hardest moment of the fundraiser? Hardest moment, man. I don't know. Uh, the hardest moment. Mm, mm, I don't know. Uh, shoot. You definitely started to fade. We, we talked about this already, like that yeah. leading up to that midnight hour. Yeah, I could slowly yeah, every right lap. I could before. slowly see it. Yep. I, yeah, I just probably because I, I I probably wasn't eating enough. I wasn't nutrition, you know. Um, yeah. I, for whatever whatever reason, that's just the way it was. Uh, not making any bullshit excuses because that's what they are. Um, you know, definitely, I got frustrated trying to find that freaking that that uh the one you know the the you know, the thing we were looking for in the woods there, that, that frustrated me because I couldn't find it. And then I'm like, what the fudge? Yeah. You know, I'm like, and then that, cause that, that set us behind. I feel like we, if we, cause we were really crushing it in the beginning yeah, we of that. Were. Right? Mm-hmm. We were growing doubles and, yep. and we kept getting 10 and 12s and we're just freaking crushing it. And, uh, that definitely set us back a little bit, you know, um, trying to find that freaking thing. So that was frustrating. That was probably the most frustrating, um, not being able to find that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was probably the most frustrating, you know, if I had to say, you know, yeah. um, Mike, Mike and I did a lot of chit chatting along the way. We, uh, you know, just kind of did our thing, got through it. You know what I mean? It was, we were both tired. Um, but Hey, Mike and I were, uh, did, you know, 
to a couple old guys and did it. That's it. You know, yeah. I can't say anything bad about anyone, not even Mike. <laughs> <laughs> now you, now you, on the other hand, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. I'm going to, I cramp on the first lap. Ridiculous. <laughs> I told 20. you, I told you it was all part of the, all part of the plan, all part of the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely, it was a part of the experience because it happened. There's no lie there. I don't know how many times, at least two or three times we had to stop because you're, you were cramping that first lap. <laughs> should have had some, port- I should have had some portable pickles. You, with me you picked me. That's true. That's, That's true on you. Story. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, no, that was good. Yeah, dude. It was yeah. good. It was good. Yep. I don't, let's just put it, I don't regret picking you. How about that, pal? Well, that's nice of you to say. Yeah. I don't regret picking you at all. And listen, you know, we both chit chatty. It was like, yeah, you, I know you were kind of pushing it. You were like, you kept, you've said it how many, a few times, like, damn, man. I hope, we, I hope we're partners, man. I hope we're partners. <laughs> what were you thinking? I did say what that. What were you thinking? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. You did say No, so. I, said, I did say, yeah, I did say that. I said okay. I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you a few times during the week. Uh, and yeah. then it happened. No, but I was you, like, oh, wow. Yeah. It was good. Man, I had such an amazing time out there. It was, you know, I, I miss it. I honestly do, man. I'm, I'm back here, and you kind of, then when you get back, it's like, you're back to your kind of a your normalcy and it's just not the same you know what i mean yeah you have such an um, around to such an amazing group of people uh you almost i don't know if you have it but you kind of get into a funk after you get back yeah. because it's a downer you know yeah. what i mean right it's, yeah it's definitely downer. it's like event aside it's the people you know and it's like there's just such the people are just so great like you just yeah you just feel so full and like you're on a high when you're like there. And like you said, it happens after diesel day too. Like you'd yeah. be on a high from either being there supporting or whatever. And then like kind of crash after. Cause you're like, man, that was really a good time. Yeah. Let me ask you, how did you feel like after, well, maybe not your first diesel day because it was pretty bad. <laughs> I, I saw the score. So, yeah, but I, yeah. So Continue. maybe, maybe, maybe your second or third diesel day that you did. I mean, how did you feel like, I can just, you know, just speak from my experience that, you know, it was pretty emotional for me. Yeah. Um, the first one was definitely, the first one was emotional for sure. Yeah. Um, cause it was an awesome group of people and well, I didn't know anyone. Didn't really know Tosh. I didn't know Tosh. Um, but it's what brought me out here in the first place, which was pretty cool. Like that event will always be very significant to me because it brought me out to Boulder in the first place. Yeah, I so wouldn't be sitting here right now if I didn't go to that event. So that's what made you come out to go to Boulder was, you know, that specific event. You're like, I can do this. There had to have been more than just. Well, that's where I made I mean, the. You, can, must have seen an, you must have seen an opportunity to maybe coach somewhere. I mean, obviously you're at Roots right now, right? Probably yeah, that's Roots. that's that's the event where I made that connection. Okay. So and then, you know, you just picked up and and Base, I mean, how much stuff did you have? Not I mean, much. Did you, did you just did you were you living with your parents in yeah. Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was twenty three. Twenty three. Just graduated. And how, how long? Okay, so you just graduated college out of yes. Uh, you know, where's that? 
that's that crappy college down there in the they south. They just won the college world series. So I'd watch your mouth, son. Oh, please. Yeah, that's baseball though. Yeah, baseball is the best sport in America. Yeah, it may be our pastime, but it's, it's definitely our, past. It's best sport. Uh, especially. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it to you. I give it NBA to you. NBA sucks. NFL's headed there. MLB's yeah. MLB and hockey are the last two. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyway. look at the freaking Colorado Avalanche, man. Just won the Stanley Cup. That's a kind of a big deal. I'm a big hockey fan, so Yeah, I don't really care. I like the Blackhawks. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, tell, talk, tell me about you know. There's got to be more than just you going to that diesel day that made you just like I'm just going to move to Colorado. I mean, specifically I, so to Boulder. It was at a time where friends that I'd grown up with, where we were living, where everyone was kind of back in the suburb we grew up in, kind of living with yeah. their parents or like figuring out what they were going to do, and everybody was pretty much going down to the city to live, whatever. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. That's not not something that interests me. Right. Didn't want to go the finance route because it was all the internship stuff I had done was terrible and boring. And I was like, I can't, at least not yet. I can't live my life like this. Like these people are whatever. Just, yeah. just seems like it's just something I wouldn't enjoy. Like whatever, what we were doing. And I was just like, yeah, like this, I just want to do something else. I want to go somewhere else. And I was always probably the one growing up who was going to do that of my group of friends. Okay. Who would like just well, back up and go. So Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, as you even when you go back, man, things are gonna change a lot, you know. I I've noticed that, you know, even firsthand, like, because I moved away, you know, for college and then right, you know, after college I didn't come home. Yeah. I started working, I was traveling a lot. But yeah. even when I would come home, you know, the people that, you know, on my friends, I would, I had a very, uh, a tight group of friends, but then, you know, everybody moved away yeah. or everybody got married. Everybody starts having kids, um, and just doing different things. And then all of a sudden, you know, your old group of friends are just, you know, now that's what they are. They're, they're gone. So, um, I think you, uh, you definitely made a good choice and you're out, you know, taking it that took a lot of courage to uh to go somewhere where one you obviously didn't know anybody you have no yeah. connection really i mean i guess you kind of you obviously had some connections or you know you, you met some great people you really walked you, you really fell into the gold pot you know mm. um, yeah. so uh you know definitely a good thing man you're in a good spot for sure yeah in well, my estimate. well two things uh, right off that like it was hard to leave those people it's still hard because like those are people i grew up with i knew since i was five years old we're still close we still talk a lot but so that's hard and it's it's just hard to be away from them hard to be away from family sometimes because everyone still lives there but yeah i don't know you just gotta i mean it was it wasn't an easy decision but it was like a decision where it's like i have nothing keeping me here right now yeah why not at least try yep and see you know yep so but here's the classic question for that, you know, I'll ask you, where do you see yourself in five years? Probably still here. Okay. What else? Doing what? You got to have some type of aspiration in your, in your mind here, son. <laughs> I like what I'm you doing now. Walk. Okay. I like what's going on. Okay. So yeah. You feel you're on a, on a good path. You think maybe, uh, well, let's just maybe one day you might own your own affiliate. Maybe, I don't know. No, I don't know. Okay, 
Maybe you buy CrossFit roots one day. <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> it's oh. just hard because we I I am at probably one of the best affiliates in the entire world. You know. Sure. So that's, yeah, absolutely. That's, you know. But I so. mean, you know, being a CrossFit coach can't pay the bills, does it? Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Can it? I mean, I guess you're right. I guess at some point there's got to be something. Are you making uh are you making any money with the podcast? I don't I, I'm no. honest to God. I no. swear to God, your podcast, uh your and Tosh's podcast were the first ones I ever listened to. Really? Ever. Huh. Never listened to a podcast yeah. before. I'm like now I'm like obsessed. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to, you know, Tosh's podcast, I'm listening to your podcasts. Uh uh I started trying to listen to some of Noah's. Um yeah, so I'm just yeah, and and there's so much, so much you get inundated with so many, and you learn so much about, mm-hmm. you know, I've learned a lot about you and and some of your guests and mm. and so yeah, I've I guess you could say I was preparing for this maybe, you know, I yeah. don't want to be, you know, I I don't want this to be uh you know all about me, uh, you know, mm. it's got to yeah. be uh, I got to throw some stuff about you because yeah. uh, nobody wants to sit here and listen to me talk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but right now I love coaching, love working diesel days with Tosh, love making podcasts. And I mean, honestly, like, yeah, we could talk about the five-year vision, whatever, and there's got to be something. You're right. But I mean, I've been very lucky and fortunate so far that all these random decisions and places I've put myself in have got me to a pretty good place. Yeah. Considering. Um, but yeah, yeah, right. There, there does have to be some sort of vision, but just been i've been super blessed like like you said i fell into the gold mine of people just in general yeah and why i don't know um but like it's just been yeah i just have fallen into good situations okay what about have you i mean you you should start really thinking about keeping that uh five years is a short term right Uh, i don't know i'm gonna be 30 in five years jesus christ yeah but listen man that's not that bad trust me you're I'm good. Just kidding. You're so young. You got so much to. You got so much life to live, man. I'm just wondering, you know, just have something. You know, I know it's. Uh, I even when I was young, I always had the, in the back of my mind what I wanted to be, mm. where I wanted to be, mm. you know, down the road. Maybe not specifics. I didn't have specifics in my mind, right? But I had a goal of, you know. So let's say, for instance, when I was in high school, I was like, man, I don't know what job I want. I don't know what I want to do. But I know that I want to be in some type of good physical shape. I want a mm. job that's going to keep me, uh, you know, in good physical shape because I've seen, you know, I didn't want to be that person that, you know, was not working out, mm. not doing things. And granted, it took me a long time to, one, find CrossFit mm. uh, and find the proper nutrition that I needed to accomplish the the things that I wanted to do or mm. that I wanted to CrossFit and in life. Um, you know, I, I had, my dad's already had a, had a heart attack. My, both my parents have diabetes. Um, so that, that stuff kind of was like, Oh my, you know, mm-hmm. I'm scared. You know, I, I don't want that. You know, I, 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 my biggest fall is I got a huge sweet tooth, man. And I just love my sweets and I have a seafood diet. If I see it, I'll eat it. So like the only thing I have inside my house is just meals 
that I know I'll just have that meal for breakfast or lunch or whatever. Because if there's a snack inside my house, man, I'm just like, ah, 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 constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if uh, anybody else is like that, but mm. I know I am. So took me a long time to figure out that I, uh, my nutrition was important, right? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Sounds like I it. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Could be. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just seems like plans change so much. Things change a lot. Yeah. Okay. Priorities and things shift, you know, so I guess you do have to be willing to make a five, 10 year plan, but then be able to be flexible and adjust. Well, 100%. You know, you you can have a, you can have, I wouldn't say my goals were ever like specific in nature Mm. of like, I, you know, they were, it was a broad, you know, I like in the back of my, I needed to do, I needed to do whatever I Mm. needed to do to be successful. Mm. I um, so part of that was going into the Marines. Like I, I kind of did everything backwards. Mm. I went to college first. I graduated college. Um, I started working out in the real world and I'm just like, man, this kind of sucks. And I grew up, um, you know, very patriotic. Like, you know, I know it's kind of sounds silly, but you know, growing up when I did my dad, we would always watch old John Wayne mm. movies and Chuck Norris movies and Bruce Lee movies, all kind of like, you know, uh, patriotic, um, you know, Battle of Iwo Jima and, you you know, all all sorts of war movies. And I kind of grew up with that. So when I got to that age, I was like, you know, I want to, it's my turn, right? It's my turn to give back. I was at a place in my life where, you know, I I was probably, I was making decent money, but I wasn't happy. Mm. Right. I wasn't doing, I knew I wasn't where I was supposed to be. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and then, so I went down to a recruiter and I was just like, this is, I need to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is what I needed to do. Um, in retrospect, you know, looking back, should I have become an officer first? Mm. Probably. Mm. Um, but it's not what happened. I enlisted first with the intention of, becoming an officer if I wanted to make a, a career out of it mm-hmm. so, and I wanted to be an uh, enlist first and that's mm-hmm. what I did so um, uh, I enlisted went into the Marines um, probably three quarters of the way through my enlistment I started to put in applications for uh, to become an officer mm-hmm. um, and then three different times I put in packages and three different times my package never got to the review board um, for this reason or that reason or because it got stuck on somebody else's desk and it just sat there and and as we call it, some admin pogue Mm -hmm. screwed up down the road. My application never got to the review board for me to become uh, an officer. Mm -hmm. So. At that point, I was like, man, three times and this isn't happening. And, and I got to, you know, I went out to Iraq a couple of times and uh, I didn't see a future where it, in the short term, at least, mm-hmm. where uh, I wasn't continually going back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth to Iraq continuously. And at that point, I was a little bit older and I was like, I need to find something um I enjoyed being a Marine. I really loved being a Marine. I loved it. Um, but that at that point, it was just not the right place for me. Hmm. Uh, 
So I got out. I um, got out, did my four years and uh, yeah. And then moved on to something else. Right. Hmm. Yeah. For sure. How long were you in the Marines for? Well, you do a, I did a four year enlistment from two, 2000 to 2004. Um, I got out and uh, I immediately applied for uh, uh, the New Jersey state police. Um, so I put my application in, in, so January of 2005, my application went in and it took two years for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. uh, for me to start the Academy from that application two years. It was just, I'm sitting around, I'm doing what odd men jobs to stay afloat. And, and, uh, until I started the Academy Hmm. 2007. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so here we are 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Right? It's crazy. That's 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was talking to Tosh the other day and we were talking kind of similar uh, about this and just like, I don't know. I just feel like something, I'm something like I probably feel better than I've ever felt right now. More fulfilled, more happy than ever. And it's just, you know, it's because I got people like I'm close with him, Jenny, and, you know, I just have these people that I'm very close with and that I just enjoy spending time with and enjoy being around and, you know, around some of the best people in CrossFit ever. So, yeah. like, I'm just trying to be like this this sponge, I guess, at this stage in life and just like, just like shut up, listen, learn as much as you possibly can, make the connections, make the friendships and, you know, just see where the road takes you. Yeah. You know? You ever thought about getting into maybe broadcasting? Broadcasting for what? Maybe the CrossFit Games. Like what would I say? Who, who was like I talking Eddie to? We were just making fun of this the other day. You might have been no, there. Like, this might have been no. the fundraiser talking about like how funny it is like CrossFit broadcasting because it's just like, well, if you look at it, how the way he's doing his push-ups, he's really going to fatigue himself uh, down the down the stretch. Right. It just but like I'm sounds saying, funny. That's, that's, yeah, that, but that's that's what it is. You just you you would kind of maybe I don't know, just trying to think outside the box. You know, it's something that you love to do. You love CrossFit. You you definitely are in the con. You know, the connection of that. Just just it kind of popped in my head. I was just like, ah, throw yeah. that at that'd be funny. That'd be funny. But you know that 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 could be uh you know you you're in you're definitely in the uh, the hub the the center of the universe when it comes to you know things CrossFit right. Um. And then, you know, wh- where do you take that next step? What's that next step? What's the p- possibility? What's the potential? Hey, you know what? There's plenty of potential of future, you know, especially, you know, you got uh, Dave Castro's back in CrossFit. And, you know, it's I feel like CrossFit's only now it's going to go back up, you know, what mm. I mean, where it had a difficult time. Right. Just like everybody, COVID and everything. And now maybe. Maybe that's there's gonna be some expansion and some room for Project Warman. What do you think? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> All right, sure. enough about me. I'm done talking about myself. Oh, okay. I, I don't think you were. I think I was. Yeah, yeah, I think you were. I'm just trying to get you to shut up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So what do you got planned for the future after the fundraiser and stuff? You have interest in doing stuff like that again in terms of like those longer events? It's definitely happening. Uh, I know uh, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but there is definitely a event coming. 
Mm. Um, I'll, that's it's Tosh's event. I'll let him announce it. Um, but just know that uh, there's something coming cool. uh, somewhere um, somewhere before the end of the year. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be a good thing, man. Um, you know, Tosh. You know when he when he puts his uh, puts his you know puts the pedal down. It's it's go time, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's going to be a big event. Obviously, you know Tosh has got that that uh, the big uh, row across the Atlantic Ocean coming up. Uh, what's that? January, right? Or December? I'm sorry, December into January. And uh, so that's a big event, and I'm I'm helping uh, you know a little bit with that um, with Tosh, and yeah, my future is uh, you know I've I've only I've got I can either retire next year, or I can retire in six years. Um, kind of kind of crazy to say that I can retire in a year, but uh, yeah. uh, pro- you know it'll probably be more likely six years. But you never know; it depends on if a situation or an opportunity comes comes about that uh, you know. Uh, gives me a, a better but honestly my future i i really really you know and i've told tosh this and i, and I believe in him man you know I'm, i believe in that guy i believe in uh, in his leadership and and his vision and man if he'll let me be a part of it i 100 percent want to be a part of big fish foundation and and helping uh other veterans you know what i mean doing doing what i can like I did, you know, to serve others. Um, I kind of, that's kind of my motto, you know, in a sense of, you know, how I've lived my life. But, you know, I, I served my country. Now I've spent the past 15 years, you know, serving uh, the, pe- the people of the state of New Jersey. And now I really want to do, um, you know, uh, help veterans and, and serve other veterans to, you know, even if, if I, have only an effect on on one person mm-hmm. and i prevent one person from uh committing suicide out there because of ptsd um you know that's what i want to do uh mm-hmm. it's you know that's kind of how it's not about you know i'm not i don't have my hand out for uh for somebody to give me something i want to put my hand out to give them something does mm-hmm. that make sense yeah 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 and then one last question about that so you said like you're invested in, you believe in this vision, you believe in the Big Fish Foundation and the mission and what you guys are doing. Yeah. And I just want to know a little bit more about why, because I just wonder, like, are there people out there who leave the military and they're like, that's it, I'm done, I'm not associating with that in any way again at all? Or do you feel like people so, are very, like, want to give back? So it's 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 difficult when you, when and at least, and I can only really explain, I can speak from my experience. Okay. okay. And that's, you know, I don't, I can't speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my experience, when guys first get out of the Marines, especially during that time of, of, you know, when we were going to war, man, it was like, you get back from, I got back from Iraq and it was just like, get out as fast as you can get away as fast as you can. Um, and just because not that you, Man, you, you love your brothers. You loved everybody that you were with. You loved the the camaraderie and the, and the spirit of of being a marine. But you just you hated being Iraq. You, you did you didn't like, you know, you just you were ready to go. All right. But then once you get away, and, and then things start to settle in, and then you're like, man, you miss what? And what do you miss? You miss you miss all your buddies. Mm. You miss your 
you miss you miss the camaraderie you miss the time you spent together and and so i i you know a lot of the reason i've stayed on even just social media especially facebook is only because i that's the that's the my easiest connection to uh a lot of the guys that i served with um i you know i didn't have anybody's phone number really but then all of a sudden you know i start seeing guys that i serve with pop up on you know facebook i'm like hey this is my way to to keep in contact to keep in in touch with them um i did have uh, a friend of mine who he was in three five but i don't know if he uh he was in india three five and gets on and uh uh he yeah he he drank himself to death um he basically you know he had he was a husband he had four kids uh he had ptsd and he couldn't handle it and uh you know i i tried to reach out to him um i don't i guess maybe i just wasn't the right person to do it um you know and he just literally drank himself to death and and died uh, you know, it was rough. It's rough when you get that phone call from one of your buddies and say, Hey man, this guy, you know, he, he, he died and he just basically drank himself to death, you know, cause he couldn't handle it. Um, and it's, and it's rough, you know? And I'm like, listen, I, I gotta do something here. I, I, I gotta try. You gotta try. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, it, it funny because social media is how i got back into contact with tosh several years ago i was on instagram i was just fiddle faddling you know scanning through some you know pictures or something all of a sudden i saw a picture of tosh i'm like i recognized him and i I remember i'm like man i really respected that guy i really liked Mm. him at his officer i really you know he was he was everybody there was like this is the marine officer that you wanted to be your leader right so I'm like, I started following him. I'm seeing some things that he's doing. And he posted this uh, uh, opportunity to go down to uh, Texas and, and uh, uh, do this whole weekend event out at this uh, ranch outside of uh, Texas, a shooting event um, with Spartan 7 and Tosh. And um, I reached out to Tosh and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in doing this. You know, I'd really like to do this. And he's like, oh, you know, that's so he. he probably didn't know who i was and and then he was like yeah this is what it is how much it costs i'm like all right bang bang done um so then i went down there and uh i got to meet you know i met rex uh funny story i'll come back to that i met noah i met um uh chris smith um uh Derek price i met uh Dan Cirillo from Spartan seven, all those guys. Uh, I met, um, so I met Nicole for the first time. Um, uh, there was just that again, an amazing group of people. It was mm-hmm. just awesome. And, and I got to spend a little extra time, uh, you know, cause it kind of split us up in groups and we would go and shoot. And, uh, I don't know, do you know, you know, Kate Hobbs, Katie Hobbs was out there too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was me, Kate, rex and chris smith and that was our group and we would go around and go to the shooting stations or whatever and whatever and we'd um i forget when i had a conversation with rex and so he was we were talking about you know because he was in three five and and i I was telling him about how 
I met, I got up to three, five and I went out to Iraq and in like this small bus, we were going across the desert in a small bus and Rex looks at me and he goes, you know, I was on that bus too. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, well, man, I was like, sorry. I said, I forgot. <laughs> it was probably because he was the, uh, he was the officer and I'm huh. like, I didn't, I, I never saw him too often after that bus ride but then it was just it was just a, a very bizarre coincidence mm -hmm. that you know hey we just went into iraq and joined the same unit at the same exact time mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool yeah, yeah and uh so yeah that was and then just kind of talking to tosh and and listening to because you know at night they would have dinner and and uh e each night one of them would speak and Tosh would, you know, gave a speech and I'm like, you know, and then Dan would give a speech, Derek would talk and talk about doing all these, you know, crazy things. And I'm like, man, this is, and then I, the more I follow, he's doing this big fish foundation. And, um, I, I feel like big fish is about to take off, man. I'll be honest with you, man, because mm. I know you, I know, you know, during your hundredth episode, you, t uh, Tosh kind of announced it back in you know he was going to announce it in january of 2020 right oh did he really I don't, uh, that was yeah, so long ago yeah that was your 100th episode because yeah. I, I i listened to it and he announced it on that episode and so i'm assuming that he did you know come out with big fish foundation january 2020 so what happened in march april of 2020 are you asking me or telling me yeah no i'm asking yeah we yeah it was the covid thing covid right yeah so so everything shut down and it's been you know yeah. kind of shut down so how you know how i'm sure that was completely difficult for to start a a, a non-profit in the middle of uh, a pandemic like that mm -hmm. and then now i feel like you know hey it's it's things are starting to open up and it's go time you know i feel like uh people are starting to see like you know Hey, this is a big deal and people want to support it, you know, mm -hmm. and we, we need to do something to, to give back to those veterans, man, you know? Right. So like, dude, imagine that, you know, I've got to meet, you know, Randon met, you know, Jeff at diesel mm -hmm. day and, you know, spent that whole week with him. And then, um, dude, just an, just amazing dude, man. Yeah. I, I can't thank that guy enough, man. Cause he supported my ass through diesel day and every time we came back from freaking you know on our loops or whatever he was there man right yeah he was just mm -hmm. freaking <clears throat> awesome every single time um, yep what do you need bro what i got you straight cat only straight, straight cat hey guys homie let's, let's play some dice baby let's go play some That's dice we should, we should have a podcast with you we'll get me we'll get jeff we'll get jenny on here and have a little zoom and we'll podcast and we'll play some dice. <laughs> I think and we'll just tell story. We'll just tell stories. That's a bad that? idea. Uh -uh. No, no, come on. <laughs> Why you think, you think everybody's just going to lie about you the whole time? Probably. Tell stories about just like you. you did. Just like you did for an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No way. No way. Dude, this was awesome. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. For, thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. I I hope it's uh, I hope it's entertaining. You know, I hope people you know actually listen and, and it's not boring because you kind of cut off all my best material in the front. Man. <laughs> what do you mean? You weren't even recording. You're supposed to be recording. Right away when you when you answer the phone. 
Well, I was ready to go, man. I don't know about you, but what do, what do I? You got to say ready action. And, ready and to go. go. Yeah, you do no. like the ready no, action. No, 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 no. I was ready to go as soon as you hit hit play, and or as soon as you hit the hey, what's what are you doing? And I saw your uh, saw your face with that hat on. She never take it off. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah, buddy.